0: Giraffes run by your car, wildebeests run in herds across rivers, panthers sit high in the treetops. Have you ever wondered what a vacation in Kenya would be like? These are just some of the animals you might see on a safari in Kenya. In this podcast, I will talk about some of my experiences in Kenya and a little bit about the history. And you're listening to The Travel Guide to Kenya. My name is Bill. I'm a seventh grader at Pinewood. I've been to four continents and eight countries. I love traveling and learning about different cultures. I spent three weeks in Kenya. Me and my family went to Aberdare National Forest, historical sites, and lots of other animal rescue shelters. Many people believe that Kenya and other African countries are really hot and dry, but most of these beliefs are completely not true. When you first enter the capital city of Kenya, Nairobi, you get hit with a scent of tangerines and roses. And when you leave the city and enter the savannah, the air is so fresh that if you go anywhere back in the city, you think the air smells weird. I really recommend going to Kenya and experiencing all of this for yourself. But during the pandemic, almost every country takes security really intensely and sometimes you have to be quarantined for weeks. So I don't recommend traveling at this time and risking the health of yourself and others around you. Now we will talk about the world famous treetop hotel located in Aberdare's National Park. I've been there myself and I had the time of my life. They have a buzzer at night to tell you when an animal is nearby. I saw four hyenas, three elephants and a baboon. The staff there are really nice. I really enjoyed my time there. The staff would stop whatever they were doing just to answer a question you had the, about the history of the hotel or just to help you find your way around. According to Farrell Tisch, the treetop hotel first opened in 1932 and was built around a giant fig tree near a water hole. The owner, Major Eric Sherbrooke Walters, built the house for his wife and him to look at animals while they drink from the waterhole. The Treetop Hotel opened to the public on November 6, 1932, and you could stay there for 10 pounds a night. Now, would you stay there? Just to remind you, 10 pounds in 1932 right now is worth $908, and this was only for one night. So this hotel was basically made for the rich and the wealthy traveling the world. In 1952, Princess Elizabeth went into the treetop hotel to enjoy the view and animals. While she was up there, the king at the time and the father of Princess Elizabeth. So, Princess Elizabeth went up the tree as a princess and came down as a queen. So the commonly used term is up the tree princess, down the tree a queen. But, sadly, in 1950, a clan of native Africans wanted to be free from British rule, so they decided to fight, and they chose to fight in the Auberdare National Forest. In 1954, they burned down the original treetop hotel because they thought it was a lookout for the king's soldiers. In 1957, they rebuilt the treetop hotel on the other side of the same waterhole on a chestnut tree. In 1952, a large group of indigenous people of Kenya revolted against British rule. They called themselves the Mau Mau clan. The main reason for this revolt is that in 1895, Britain established a proctorate, and the best land in Kenya now belonged to the rich and the wealthy. And the natives were moved into reserves because there wasn't enough space for them. This group was mainly made up of the Maasai people, Maru people, and Mbu people but the Kikuyu people founded the tribe. The tribe, you need to recite the warrior's oath. This oath consisted of never retreating, stealing firearms whenever possible, and never selling any of my land or their land to non-natives. On October 21, 1956, the British militia captured the leader of the Mau Mau clan, which signaled the defeat of the clan but the clan didn't fully disassemble until the end of British rule of Kenya. I learned a lot of this information from talking to our Jeep driver and safari guide. Their grandparents were alive during the time of the revolution. Our tour guide and safari guide are still members of the Maasai people. And the revolution decreased the population of the Maasai people a lot. And now they get special rights and reserves because there are less than 100,000 Maasai people alive. In conclusion, Kenya has a very rich culture and really friendly people, and I highly recommend going to all of the places I've mentioned in my podcast. So, if you ever need a vacation or just a place to relax, go to Kenya and enjoy their culture. Hopefully you learned something new in my podcast. Now, what is one place you would recommend someone else to travel to, and why?